Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Yeah, yeah, kicking it up. Oh, my God. Isn't isn't Dr. Kathy O'Bear just amazing? O-M-G. I think I want to be her when I grow up. But, you know, part of this is looking at the people that are bringing absolutely incredible conversations. And, you know, Benny, I would just say hi to Mr. Benny. Benny, during the break, uh-huh. I was telling you I was at a, a, a table tennis tournament this weekend, right? Yeah, how'd it go? You know, Benny. <laughs> I was going to wait for the response. Yeah, okay, so. <laughs> It's a different kind of tournament, ah, right? Okay. So up up where I go get my lessons at, uh, okay, everybody, just going to tell you, I'm going to make a plug, seattletabletennis.com, new website coming. We had Korean barbecue, and it was a random uh, drawing, ta- which means you don't know who you're going to play with, right? Mm-hmm. So they organize it based on levels, but you don't know who you're going to play with. And... I will tell you that it was fascinating because my regular table tennis partner, Louie, was paired up with somebody else. They won first place. I was paired up with the most amazing guy, Kevin. We we didn't even know each other. And we actually won third. Great. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, really fun. It was exciting. Um, and one of our listeners was like there. It was like, oh, my gosh. Nice little well, fan club there. It's a little fan club. But you know what's telling? Like those of us that have other lives outside of what we do. And I was, I, and we were talking before the break. And for those of you out there, Heather Allison's joining us here today. You know, we have so many facets to who we are, right? Mm-hmm. Clearly, when I'm dripping, soaking wet, and I have a black headband on, right? And a black shirt. And, all, you know, honestly, if you saw me play, you'd be thinking, where's our Harley Davidson? That's what you'd be like asking for that. But in the world we live in, right, there are these moments of connection that are really hard to explain. But the question really is, what is it about that? What is it about the connection? Why would we be able to play with somebody or do something that we've never done before and do it in a way we've never done it before? Is it magic? Could it be miracle? What could it be? And what does it take for us to show up in that way? What does it take for us to show up in a way where the idea of becoming empowered doesn't use the word M, powered, but power, powerful? What is it about? Today, we're going to talk about what it means to take back the realm of magic and miracle with the most amazing, incredible Heather Allison. So those of you out there that know who Heather is, let me just tell you, you know, she is somebody that has been out in the world opening up the portal of lightness. 
And what I mean by that is sometimes we can't open it up for ourselves. But if we can work with somebody like Heather, the portal gets open just enough for us to remember the truth of who we are. And what I'm really struck by in talking with her today is how bold and brave she is in the work she does and what she brings to the forefront. It doesn't matter what the situation is that you're in. It doesn't matter if you're in a place of loss and grieving like so many of us are right now uh, over the events of the weekend. That doesn't matter. But if we look at what we have forgotten and we remember that cosmic feminine, that wisdom, that energy, that medicine, what does it mean for us to truly emerge? So today, she and I are going to talk about, but mostly she. She's mostly Benny. Heather's mostly going to talk. Okay. She's going to do the talk. Because I'm not a she, but thank you for yeah, noticing. That's, that's very good. Yeah. <laughs> but we're going to talk about the realm of magic and miracle. And, and for those of you that listen to my Power Up show, which isn't in this time slot, it's a totally different show, you've heard me talk about what the name of our, our crowdfunding campaign is to finish our technology. It's called Take Back Talk Radio. And there's a reason we have to take it back. There's a reason. Has everything changed for you in a way that you can't imagine? Has everything changed because of one new vision, idea, dream? Heather, it's great to have you here today. Hi, thank you. Super fun to be back. Look, you're out there and you're helping women, in some cases men, remember, reclaim, re-embody their ancient feminine wisdom and power. Now, here's what I want to say, and I'm not going to talk about this. But the events of the weekend are beyond anything I could even talk about. Um, myself and another person who I'm not going to mention, we do work with folks, with women that are immigrants. And I want to just say they're here in this country. And they're not all here. I just want to be clear to everybody. They don't all come from Mexico, right? They come from Ireland. They come from Russia. They come from all over the world. And what we work on is helping them get help they need when they're abused, when they're traumatized, because they will not report it. They don't report it from their workers. They don't report it from their boss. But they have dreams, Heather. They have dreams. They have visions. They hold the most incredible, powerful energy of possibility. And I think I'm going to cry a little bit when I think about this. Yeah. But it's because of who you and I get to work with that we become better. We become better people. We become more expansive. We then have our own dreams, right? So I want to ask you about this question because I was shocked when I saw that we're talking about taking back anything because that's my thing now. Here's my question. How did we lose it? Mm, that's like the million-dollar question. Ah! <laughs> Always. Um, you know, it, I, there's no way of actually knowing, you know, there's a lot of ideas and theories around when we really started becoming separated from, from our 
ancient feminine wisdom. Um, and that's men and women. That's not just women. This is when I'm talking about feminine and masculine, we're talking archetypal and energy here. And we all have both of them. And at some point along the road, thousands of years ago, I would imagine, um, somewhere someone made a decision to relegate the feminine to less than to something that's not important for us that's not valuable for us that's not that's wicked that's bad whatever it is and and held up the values of the masculine energy and the masculine archetype um, and again that doesn't necessarily mean men but um, but you can see how just making that choice at some point back in the back whenever it was um, also skewed us to 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 seeing men and like gender the same way and starting to to reject and bury and like you know um, and uphold more of the masculine like gender as well um, but but what that really did was separate us from she the feminine really governs like all the things that are of the mystery. And I always talk about this with, with people who are just kind of just starting to learn about these archetypes and these energies that we have within us. Um, the feminine governs everything that humans crave, everything that we crave, love, passion, pleasure, um, intuition, abundance, um, soul guidance, like feeling like we're on purpose, feeling like we're aligned with our soul and like doing what we're here to do. Um, Every beauty, like every connection, all the things that we crave as humans is in the feminine at some point that we, um, but that is where we started to separate ourselves from our ability yeah. to work with magic, quote unquote, yeah. energy to create miracle or to receive miracle or to even witness miracle, um, to identify it. Um, so thousands of years ago. <laughs> well, let me, it leads to the next question. And Benny, we're going to go ahead and skip the break. It leads to the next question, you know, which is, and this is a belief I have. I don't know if it's a universal belief, but I, I'm thinking back now on my life and I'm thinking about how these universal energies, whatever you call it, you know, cosmic life force, God, universe, there's a million gazillion trillion names you know i think my friend is from india she said that they have 99 million names for god or something yeah. but here we are we are constantly being reminded and it comes to people in different ways for you it came in a dream right mm -hmm. yeah it did um i i mean i'd been working with i think you've interviewed her before too with um elisa romeo yeah. If you remember her, um, so I'd worked, she's a good friend of mine from high school, actually, which is pretty fun. I think there might've <laughs> been something, something in the water over there. Um, <laughs> but, um, I'd worked with her a little bit, you know, just cause she was a friend of mine. And so I'd done some, like, you know, she has a book called meet your soul. So I've done some like meet your soul stuff back in the day, but I always kind of thought I was making it up. I was kind of just like, well, it would be great. It'd be so cool if I was intuitive. I kind of thought maybe I should be. <laughs> I thought maybe I was, but I had no idea how to access it. Um, so I always just kind of thought I was making it up for the most part um, until I started, like, until I found the thread of this work, which is, again, the feminine, because she uh, is where we find our access to this stuff. So as soon as I started working with this feminine energy, um, I and immersing myself into it, I started having this like massive spiritual awakening, but it started in a dream where, um, this man, I now call my cosmic teacher, uh, came to me in an ancient Egyptian temple and asked or offered to be my teacher. And I said, yes, in the dream, um, 
um, but so I said yes. And then he guided me deeper into the temple, showed me the sacred book, yada, yada, yada. But I woke up from that dream just kind of going, cool dream, awesome. I wrote it down, but it was really neat. Um, but then within about a month or so, um, I started getting same, the same messages. Like he started talking to me in my waking life. And I was like, I, first of all, I didn't know that was even a thing that I, that could happen to me. Wow. And so I was like kind of on guard again. I'm not, I'm not super brave in my real life. Well, I am now, but, um, or I was like, what is that? Is that a ghost? What am I talking? What is talking? What's happening right now? Um, but I, as I got a little more like, okay, I'll start, I'll listen, I'll listen to what you have to say. Everything, everything changed. Everything started opening up. Yeah. I love that we're talking about this because, you know, a lot of people say, well, I don't dream. So I'm a daydreamer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, honestly, if you were to see like my, my early school records growing up as a kid, uh, everything, even as I went into the corporate world, right? Man, she's like daydreaming. She's got that glazed look in her eyes, mm -hmm. right? Because there are things that come to us. And it took me a while to realize, right, that there was some insight and a call to action, right? Isn't yeah. that true? I mean, this yeah. is about a call to action. It's just not about getting all dazed, dazed and confused. It's about, oh, you want me to do what? <laughs> mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I just love that you said that because a lot of people do think that they don't dream or they just don't remember them if they're like, I know I was dreaming, but I, uh, but I don't remember what it was. Um, that's <laughs> actually what I help my clients. So I have a course right now that I, that is open. It's called cosmic shaman. It's basically what we do is like help you open this channel because you immerse yourself by entering into the container with me. You immerse yourself in this feminine energy, which can't help but like start opening things up for you alchemically. Um, and then my clients start dreaming when they never thought that they did. They start getting, you know, hearing things or seeing things or getting messages or whatever when they thought they would never be intuitive. Um, and it's it's incredible. But we all dream. All of us dream. Um, I actually have a free like work workbook series that I release like once a month. The last one I did was all about dreaming. And it's exactly what you're talking about. Even if you think you don't dream at night, you do, first of all. But second, um, you can tap into the daydreams that you have and they're yeah. speaking to you too. Like just as, just like what you're saying. And it doesn't mean you just go off and stop working and hang up, you know, like <laughs> just sit in a corner and daydream out the window all day long, but you can mine your dream space for information and guidance from your soul. Yeah, and that's why I love talking with you about this, because um, I wanted to just chat with you a little bit about what I think is happening is that the energies out there know that our lives are being, we're just speeding everything up. Information, bombarded with information, more information that we can imagine, even if you do not subscribe to every online thing, right? I mean, I was just uh, I, I, I was just uh, telling somebody yesterday uh, when we were exchanging phone numbers, one of our listeners came to the table tennis tournament. And as as we're doing this, my phone starts ringing. And I said, yeah, I get at least 10 spam calls an hour. And I'm right. And I'm trying. I've desensitized myself to the phone. Because the people that I know that want to get me, they know how to get me. And most of them now Skype me and say, I'm trying to get you. But don't what we... is that though? Like, has that increased for you in the last yes, like, six yes. months? Yes, yes. I like... don't know what it is. I don't, <sighs> I don't know what it is. And 
it's from everywhere. I, I, I can't even explain it. But here's the thing, though. We have to manage it. And you and I, probably because we're out in the public, we've set up devices and we have a few tools. But don't you think what you're talking about and this idea of taking back magic and miracle, that has got to be the solution for us to get through this world sanely. Sanely. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh my God, yeah. And, and what you're just talking about, you know, like with the tr- tr- uh, tragic events of the weekend and just, I mean, it's not even just the weekend. Wasn't there wasn't there another mass shooting just even like a week ago? It's, in, it's totally insane. Yeah. But that... I truly like as I've received it. So what happened after this teacher came to me in this dream was he started, he started bringing me all this really interesting like quantum information. So he actually teaches me about the the energetics behind these archetypes. Listen, I was not good at science when I was younger. So I was like, why did you pick me for this? This is not the right girl for this. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I stuttered. Oh. I stuttered most oh of my, God. oh my God. You know, I seriously, people that find me right back from like when they're doing these class reunions, mm-hmm. they're like, seriously, are you the Papacilli that lived on Sterling Way in Plainfield, New Jersey? Like, did you get, are you like that, that graduated like that you? And, and then when you say yes, they said, they, they said, man, you couldn't get a sentence out in a 10 minute period. What do you, what, what happened? But here we are. I love that. But we must be meant to be here, right? Totally. Totally. Plus, I'm such a, it's hilarious. Even still, I'm such a skeptic. I'm like, are you sure I'm not just making this up? But then inevitably, and I call them my cosmic team because now I have more guides and teachers and stuff. And I also talk to my soul really, really clearly and directly. they'll, They'll throw something at me that I'm like, oh, I can't even pretend to be skeptical about that. That is that is like bonkers. But what I was going to say is like, as I've been shown it from, from doing this work and from tapping in so consistently and just my own experience of cracking open like this, our pain, like all of our pain, all of our pain is existential pain. It's all existential pain. It's like, it just manifests itself in some other way, but it all comes from this idea that we are separate somehow. And so- like if we could just remember this, this is why I'm so passionate about it. And I don't, I, it's one of the things that's like the closest to, to my experience. And like the, the thing that I think that I'm probably here to talk about and teach the most, because it's honestly hardest for me to talk about. <clears throat> Cause it's not like you're going to make $10,000 this month. If you, do you know what I mean? Although you might, because you'll probably be guided to, to receive that. But um, it's the hardest for me to talk about because I can't make sense of it because I'm so close to it. But I really, truly think it's at the bottom of everything. It's literally underneath and underscores everything that we could possibly want in this life and every way that we experience pain. And the reason people, you know, like lose it and go take it out on a, a masses of other people is because they feel this deep pain. And if we could shift that, if we could all come back to this remembrance, it would, it would absolutely melt. It would completely disintegrate. Yeah. And, and look, pain comes in many, many forms, but you said something before, and I think we weren't even on air. Um, There is a pain from living in fear. Mm -hmm. And we don't talk enough about the many shades of pain and the many shades of fear. And we don't talk about that. We say the word fear, Mm -hmm. and we treat all elements of fear as if it's in one bubble, right? But what I'm afraid of is very different than what you're afraid of. What would be very different than 
uh, my friend is afraid of, who literally is an immigration lawyer and works with folks that are here. It's different, but it's still fear, right? How important is it when you're bringing these messages forward and the workshops, the retreats, the courses, everything you're developing, what would you say is the most important aspect of those that will give people relief? You know, it's got to be the cosmic pain reliever for our soul, right? Mm -hmm. I love that. Oh, I gave you like a workshop name. I'm like, write that. Cosmic um. pain reliever for <laughs> your soul, right? Right? Because mm -hmm. when my body's in pain, I get my toppers in. Man, I put that stuff all over my body. You know, I discovered it when I was really in a lot of pain, but I know what to do with that. I don't know that we know what to do with this cosmic pain. Yeah, no, we don't because it's way bigger than we even can imagine that it, you know what I mean? It's so much more vast than we even have any idea about. Um, and so this is another, this is another thing because I get so much esoteric information that sometimes it can be like, oh my God, it's so, what do I even do about that? That's so out there. Um, it's super simple. You don't have to worry about that. That part takes care of itself. As long as you start taking like taking the steps, making the choice to come back into your feminine energy, honest to God, it's it all starts to unravel and unwind from there. She has got you. Like honestly, as as long as you take the step and choose to let yourself open back into remembrance. This isn't something I'm teaching you. I'm not teaching you how to be in the feminine. It's literally within you. It's just me helping you remember. But if you choose that, it all starts to open and unravel from there. That's the only thing you have to choose is to just let yourself, whether it's with me or another teacher, I don't care. If you just let yourself start to immerse yourself in the remembrance of this feminine, again, she governs pleasure. She governs our ability and willingness to open without fear. She governs uh, um, sensuality. She governs our, our, our feelings and our emotions. So everything starts to weave together and open up in a way that is, it, it softens or it like relieves that, that pain. And again, it's not like a light switch. It's going to take, you know, it's going to be a process of deepening, ever deepening. Um, I can tell you, cause having done this for now four years, it's like, oh, there's still more, <laughs> but, but it gets easier because now you have ease at your back because now you have like the medicine that brings, she governs ease, you know? So it is. It does get easier. Now here, I want to ask you about this because I know we're going to talk about this too when we come back as well. You know, the thing I want to ask you, it does get easier and I believe it gets easier and, and I'd like to hear from you about this. I believe it gets easier because um, we are here to heal this woundedness that no longer serves us, but we continue to carry forward, continue to carry it forward. And, you know, when I think about it, I think about the things in the world that sort of trigger some things inside of me that once were the fireball of my life, that, that were the things that, you know, I learned from a mom who was an activist and, and things like that. And they've gone dormant and I'm not being allowed to have them stay dormant. But I want to ask you about this, having access to our intuition this once upon a time was optional. It's not optional in today's world. And we don't know that yet. I don't think we do. Do we know that? We think it's an optional thing. Yeah, I think we're all still looking outside of ourselves for other things, 
still because that's what we've been trained to do. That's what we've been conditioned to do in this wounded masculine paradigm is what I call it. Um, so yeah, I definitely want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, now look, before we go to break, one of the things I want to do is, uh, first of all, uh, for those of you just tuning in, Heather Ellison here, can you tell folks, one, how they can find out more about you? And you also mentioned you had a, an upcoming course. So let's talk about that and let's give people a lots of information, lots of information. Yeah. Um, I am at heather-allison.com, two L's, A-L-L-I-S-O-N. Um, and yeah, my course right now, I have a number of them running. At, you know, I have online courses and things that you can do as well if you just want a kind of smaller taste of the work. Um, there's an option for you. I have been guided that this needs to be able to be in the hands of everybody possible, every woman possible, um, and starting to work with men. Um, and, uh, but my course right now that I'm launching is called, um, cosmic shaman. And it's all about this. It's about tapping into your feminine channel, becoming the channel to receive guidance, higher consciousness, inner wisdom, um, your soul's plan, your soul's guidance to, to really like help you live the life that you're actually here to live. Yeah, it's really interesting. I was re-watching Avengers Endgame. Mm -hmm. I needed a little mind thing last night. I, I just needed something like that. Mm -hmm. So I was re-watching it. Um, and there's a line from Captain Marvel, the, you know, the new character, right? And she looked at the Avenger people because she was going to take off now. She couldn't stay here to help them fix their problem. And she was going to take, take off. And she turned to them and said, look, I have to go help other planets that don't have people like you. Mm -hmm. Other galaxies. And what I thought about is, do you know that we believe that, Heather? We believe that there are other energies, other galaxies, other places other aspects of the universe. So if we believe that, here's the question when we come back, how do we even quantify the magnitude of that energy force? Mm. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Dream on, fly high, and live adventurously on The Laura Meeks Show. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Laura Meeks guides you in finding your unique gifts and bringing them to life. As a certified life coach, speaker, and veteran bomber pilot for the U.S. Air Force, Laura knows how to follow a dream. She is ready to support you so you can dream on, fly high, and live adventurously. For more information on Laura and her work, visit flyhighliving.com. It's time to get your life back on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Jennifer is redefining stress and the energetic causes of burnout, shining a light on process to get your life back. For more information about Jennifer and her work, visit burnbrighttoday.com. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. I am so thrilled to be talking to all of you. We have got talk radio for all of us. Are you ready and willing and able to accept all of the abundance you can muster up in your life? Yeah. Check us out at drpatshow.com, transformationtalkradio.com, transformationradio.fm. Oh, my goodness. If you've ever had a broken heart... 
you know how painful that can be and how long it can sometimes take to heal it. I'm Megan Edge, author of The Heart's Journey, Healing Hearts, Oracle Cards, and Guidebook, published with Balboa Press and Hay House. In The Heart's Journey, I share with you my own heartbreak and how I healed it through the beautiful hearts that found me in nature. From taking photographs of these hearts for myself, I've created this beautiful toolkit, which includes the guidebook, which has my story, how to work with oracle cards as a healing tool, and the story of each of these hearts as they cross my path. I've also created a beautiful journal. There's a pen, a bookmark, and of course, the 42 Healing Hearts Oracle Cards. You can order the Hearts Journey, Healing Hearts Oracle Cards, and Guidebook through my website, meganedge.ca, through Balboa Press, Amazon, and many other places online or your local shops. I look forward to hearing about your heart's healing. Are you ready to create a life you'll really love? Then you'll want to tune in to the hit show Life Design Radio from Adversity to Awesome with Susan DiLorenzo. Live each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. No matter where you are in your adversity story, Life Design Radio has got you covered. Get ready to feel inspired, enlightened, and motivated. For more information about working with Susan, visit SusanDiLorenzo.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Great show for you today. And we got something special for you. Uh, My very special guest today is Heather Allison and, of course, amazing amazing her work is amazing the radio show she's doing is amazing her life is exactly what we're talking about here today you know the we get to these moments people look at crossroad moments as if they were some tangible roadmap but i know if you just listen to what she said not necessarily the case for her and certainly not the case for me so today we're talking about what it means taking back the realm of magic and miracle and it's it's a conversation that she and I not only have during the show, we're talking during the break, but this is a life's work. And there's a reason for it. In the day and age we live in, it's not only important for us as adults to understand this, but our children, our grandchildren are going to have to know how to navigate the waters of complex, sometimes indescribable chunks of data and in the world we live in today even we have to make split decisions and what do you think we count on to make them that's the body of work and so today we are talking about intuition and more and for those of you out there uh i want to make sure you have heather's website but we have something to give away to our first caller benny Uh, and it is going to be something that we didn't plan on because we're talking about intuition. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Uh, and as Heather is going to describe it and give out the web, web, uh, her website, and then I'm going to give out the phone number for you to call in. Tell us about the course you're giving away to people today. Yeah. So, uh, I decided to throw in a couple other things too, just, just on whim a second ago. Um, so it's a free intro course that I have for offer on my website, which is heather-allison.com. But um, because that's free and anybody can get it, for anybody who calls in and we talk to today, I'm also going to throw in, oh, the course is called From Tantrum to Tantra, basically like how when we step into our feminine energy. And again, this is for men and women, um, although my work is primarily with women. Um, it it 
takes us out of the realm of like, everything's hard, everything's a struggle, everything feels like an obstacle or is against me or what have you. And really we get into the energy of Tantra, which is that it's it's a weaving and it's all perfect and it's it's beautiful and we get to feel pleasure and, and all the things. So um, that, plus I'm gonna throw in my um, two um, workbooks. One that is not available for free anymore um, what, about dreams. This is perfect because we're talking about this. So help you tap into the energy and the messages in your dreams. And another one that is called um, control is killing your manifestation power. So basically how when we're trying to control the situation or a plan or follow a plan to a T or trying to to bring in something specific, you know, trying to call in or manifest something like really, really specific, we're actually thwarting and like hindering our ability to bring that in because we're narrowing our energy field. So this is going to be an, a, um, a, a workbook all about, about relinquishing control so that we can actually bring in what we're meant for. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Thank you for that. So here's the way we do it. Benny's going to be on it. We'll take the first caller, 1-800-930-2819. And by the way, I'm assuming that if you are going to call in, uh, I hope you get the phone number, 1-800-930-2819. I would venture to say you have a question. If you want to get some insight right now for something that is bogging you down, right? 1-800-930-2819. Benny's going to need an email from you and a phone number so we can get this to you. But also, come on, let's Mm -hmm. get you some help. Look. I I love that you and I are talking about this because I can't tell you how often we get faced with challenges in our lives and we get faced with them in ways that we actually can't predict. See that? Predict. You and I were chit-chatting about the Avengers movie, right? The Endgame movie. And I was telling you, there was a point in the movie I didn't see the first time. Come on, it was three hours. Mm-hmm. But there was a point in the movie. I was eating my popcorn. So it was a point in the movie, and I would think it was Tilda, Tilda Swinton, right, that she is getting the request for the time stone. Yes. And they give her some logical blah, 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 blah. And she's like, no, you can't have it. And then a comment is made about what Dr. Strange did. And the next thing that happens is, for the first time, I saw the face of intuition. Mm. The face of intuition, right? I saw it. Without hesitating, that look, she hands over the stone. See, isn't that what we want? Isn't that what we all want? That, I mean, it's a movie. But every day we're faced with decisions like that. And there isn't a lot of time. So I want to ask you this question, right? What is it about us where we can help ourselves more fully embody that feminine aspect of ourselves Mm -hmm. so that we can receive at least a fraction of what we're being given on a regular every day, 24-7 we're being in? How do we do that? Yeah, and uh, that's what I love about that. What we were talking about at break is, is that look on her face was that complete and utter knowing that you don't even have to question, that you don't have to rationalize away. You don't even, you don't even feel the need to start asking. Ooh, is that? Am I sure? Am I? Because it's so 
fully aligned and so fully embodied, your entire being is like radiating and vibrating with this understanding or this knowing or this idea. And that's because she probably like, this is what I teach my clients too, is, is it's not just about like connecting to your intuition and hearing things or, or what have you. It's, it's the whole being knowing, which is your intuition, the sensations of your body, your body is talking to you all the time and with knowing and with information, as well as your feelings and your emotions. So it's like working with all of those things, all aspects. Those for me are like the three fundamental kind of pillars or, 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 or aspects of the feminine that when we start to tap into her, we start to actually like Again, this is why it's a Tantra and Tantra really just means weaving. We're weaving all of these things together. And so we don't have doubt anymore. We get to have certainty. We get to have like guidance. Um, and, and so one of the things, the how, gosh, um, it's such a big, <laughs> it's such a big question. I would say one of the biggest things we can do is start checking in with our bodies when we're trying to make big decisions. Um, we often ignore her. We often ignore our body, our soma, and and when we can start listening to her a little bit more and hearing what she has to say to us, um, usually if our if our our brain overrides it because we've been conditioned to do that. So if our brain is telling us something or one thing and our body's telling us something else, we'll we'll usually side with our brain. And so starting to give her a little bit more leeway or a little bit more um, leverage in these decision making processes is a massive start. We've been very disconnected from our bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Why so? Mm. Why, what is up with that? Tell me yeah. about this. Because look, psychology, sociology, all the ologies will say one thing. Disconnecting from our bodies is not good. It is not a healthy thing. It is not a good thing. But here we are and we're doing it. Yeah. So as I've received it, um, and, and I, like I said, I get some interesting and different information, by the way, if you're a caller, whoever we talk to, I'm not one of those people who can tell you like where your keys are or <laughs> anything like that. Um, so just FYI, but, um, but as I've received it, um, we, so, and there are a lot of different ways of looking at our chakra system. So this is just one of the ways as I've received it around our chakras, they, they work in many, many different kind of orbits, if you will, orbits of energy, if that makes sense. And uh, um, archetypally, our lower chakras, our lower three chakras are the feminine chakras. Um, and our upper three chakras are the masculine chakras, the masculine being like more, you know, receiving from out there or looking to what's out there, speaking to what's, it's very kind of external. And the lower three are very internal. So it's our, our feeling, our knowing, our internal knowing, our, our knowing who we are, our, that kind of thing. And then our heart connects the two spheres, if you will, are the two parts of our chakra system, um, masculine and feminine. And we've basically been like living our lives like toothpaste tubes kind of squeezed up to the top <laughs> of our energy systems for so yep. long, again, because we've been talked into only valuing what our heads are capable of and not actually what our bodies or our intuition or any, our feelings are capable of. I mean, look at all the ways that we're told, like feelings don't belong in the boardroom. Um, you know, intuition is just hippie crap, whatever. And, yep. and all the ways that we, it's so dismissed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And yet, right. We know that some of the greatest discoveries of both science and art you know, we, these things that we revere, right? These things, yes, maybe they have been eventually implemented based on a logic, mm -hmm. based on a formula, based on a methodology. 
But when you hear stories about how things were discovered, you can't help but really ask yourself, well, what the heck is an idea anyway? Mm -hmm. Well, do you know what's so cool about that? Like all of our biggest thinkers tapped into this. They tapped into the quantum realm, Einstein, Tesla, all those, all those big thinkers that have been responsible for some of our biggest inventions and leap forward and in, in technology. Um, I don't remember who it was now, but like they would, one of them would actually like sit himself in a chair with like, keys or something in his hands and and let himself get into basically a trance state the liminal state between waking and um and and sleep and as he would start to fall asleep he'd get himself into that place and then his he would drop his keys to wake him up but because it was that moment not not like full-on sleep when you're just kind of out and uh, even though you do dream in there as well but that really potent place of liminal is is where they would get the most insight and information it's the dozing off point yeah it's the dozing off we all know it right mm -hmm. because somehow we doze off but our subconscious craziness says to us wait a minute you're not allowed to sleep right now it's only two o'clock right and so we 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 go we we jog ourselves back right mm -hmm. but here we are that dozing moment and i i don't know about you but have you gotten epiphanies? <laughs> um, yes. Well, I mean, I get massive downloads all the time, and and it's always only when I'm when I'm actually honoring the process and and the feminine. And one of the ways that you can do that too, this is a good tip for your listeners as well, is um, start a morning practice. Start a morning practice where it, that includes maybe some like stretching, maybe some yin yoga, something quiet, but to move your body just a little bit, even if it's like a minute of just like stretching into your body as you sit down on the mat to meditate. Um, but then meditate and just see what wants to come. And I swear to you, like most people will be like, I don't have time. I don't have time because I have to go to work. I don't have time. But if you can find 20 minutes 30 minutes would be awesome. If you can do more, that would be amazing. But if you can find 20 minutes to start your day this way, not end it. I mean, ending it that way is fine too, but here's one of the things that I teach my clients. When we can start our day by prioritizing not only ourselves in this way, but our spiritual selves in this way, we're actually, you can see how it's such a meta, like microcosm of the macro, which is you're actually putting yourself first. Instead yeah. of when we were like, but I can't I have to sit down at my computer or I have to get to work or I have to do all the things for other people. You're instantly from the second you wake up, you're giving everything away outside of you. And that's one of the most powerful shifts that you can do. Like, I know that sometimes as an entrepreneur, I can get like so many, I mean, there's always more to do. And so I can sit down at my computer and get really caught up and like, but I'm, I have to do the doing, you know? And then, but I noticed that when, um, when I actually get back on the wagon and like sit back down on my mat and st start doing my morning practice. In fact, this happened the other day because I still go through little cycles of this. Ah! I'm rewarded and I don't know if that's the right word, but I'm shown basically like this is what you get to experience when you actually like take time to meditate in the morning. I'm like, oh, because it was such a massive download. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah, symphonies happen all the time, all the time. Well, you know, it's interesting because here's the other thing that I want to talk about, and this will go ahead and skip the break here, but here's the other thing I want to talk about, because it's also very, very important, is that in our society right now, and let's talk about this actuality of this, to do these things. I want to talk about this next. In our society, aren't you amazed, like, okay, 
So if you're watching a sport, let's use something really practical. The women's soccer <gasps> yes. team, right? All right. How how did that let that goal, that free goal kick, how 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 did she know to go to the right? <sighs> okay. So let's talk about this because every day in the practicality of our lives, we use our intuition, right? We don't know it. But in sports, how many times have you heard somebody try to explain why he, why he stepped three steps to the left instead of right, right? Mm-hmm. When he says, I just knew he was going to throw the ball there. Do you understand? Yeah. How does the pitcher know? Here, here's the one I love. I studied this for years, right? Like I got nothing better to do, right? But I've always been fascinated by this. How does a pitcher know when that catcher, who is supposed to be running a game, the catcher runs a game, really, tells you where to go and what the pitch is doing and all that. Why is it that more pitchers than not go like this and say no? <laughs> Why do they do that, Heather? Why? What is it they're saying? I'm smarter than you, catcher? No, 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 no. That's not what they're saying. So let's talk about this. This is not just a possibility. The probability rates of using intuition are so high by case studies that we don't even believe in. So let's talk about this and tell folks how we can get them moving today in this direction, right? Because it is possible. Mm -hmm. And I mean, even just like continuing on your sports metaphor, yeah. all of the sports, you know, greats who will talk about this all the time about like visualizing their best game or their best free throw or their best like three point, you know what I mean? Like whatever that is for them, because our brains don't actually, I mean, first of all, everything's energy everything's energy. We're, we're more energy than we are matter. And so the fact that we decided at some point that we should just ignore that is just so bananas to me, but, but our brains also don't really know what we're showing them is real or like imaginary quote unquote. And, and they all do in some, some aspect of this, the really great ones do they, the really great ones know, but for some reason, the, the vast like swath of us normal people <laughs> like have just been convinced that it's just a wake up, clock in, clock out, follow the rational path, all of the things. Nothing that you want as humans, nothing that we want is actually plottable on a map, is not like plottable on a spreadsheet. Nothing that you want. You cannot have love that way. You cannot have your greatest like soul path and your like total soul alignment with what you're here to do in this lifetime. You can't have any of that just by following the the process and the map and the spreadsheet and the and the rational linear thought. No. So um it's all it's within all of us. That's the that's the craziest thing. I have women who join my courses all the time who are like, but I'm not, but I'm not intuitive. I had a I had a Muslim woman in one of my courses last year, which might surprise you because this is very like esoteric and, and not yeah. super in alignment with their yeah. with their religion. And and yeah. we talk about goddess all the time and all of this stuff. And but she through working with me early on was like, 
let's work out a way for you to receive this work in a way that actually feels good and aligned for you that works in your worldview. And she did, and it was amazing. And she now is so incredibly intuitive and she got to crack open and have this experience. And she didn't think it was possible. So many of my clients come in not thinking it's possible. And then it happens <laughs> just like it did for me, because when we're letting ourselves immerse ourselves in the feminine, which is where all of this lives, it just starts to open up, but it's because it's not, it's often not how we think it's going to happen. It's just that our whole, like our bodies start telling us things. We start to know in the moment, what you're talking about, that picture is like, that doesn't feel like it. That doesn't open. It clicks in and it's like, that's the one. Yeah. So if we don't know how to listen to that, to those mechanisms, to our human yeah. technology, basically, we're going to keep guessing and we're going to keep like giving away our decision-making power to things that are outside of us, to things that are rational and make the most sense. And they're never the things that are going to take us. The yeah. And you know, I used to try to explain myself, Heather. I know we've got a few minutes left, but I want to talk with you about this because I think this is a tip I want us to leave with everybody today. Um, I found myself when I started this 15 years ago, it never made sense to anybody around me. It didn't make sense. They knew I was starting this crust busting thing because that's what the show was. And I was teaching courses, but they thought that's like a hobby thing. You know, it's like, Pat, my God, you went to school for 10 years. You pretty much can work in every consult, any consulting firm in the world. Your research won awards. So when I started to pay for airtime, the first six months, it was like, okay, that's all right, right? But when I kept doing it, people were like, why? What are you doing? Why? And I used to make, I used to have to make up some strange reason because logically it didn't make sense. But inside of me, it was like coming home. And I think that that feeling, even though you cannot see it, we have to help people keep in the, in that energy of that, because if we don't, what seeps in is doubt. And I think doubt is the number one dream killer, mm -hmm. even when you don't think it is. Mm -hmm. When doubt creeps in, the dream is gone. And we have to help people stay with that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, one of the most uh, powerful things about this work and what I've experienced just, and even in my own, in my own practice, in my own experience of this, because it is not for the faint of heart being an entrepreneur, especially in like this, this kind of realm that's a little quote unquote out there. Um, it's not for the faint of heart and, and you can really get in your head and you can very much doubt that like, should I be doing this anymore? Is this even working? Is this the thing? And uh, am I even good enough for this? All the things come up. It's literally like being in therapy constantly, <laughs> being an entrepreneur. Um, and, and what I found is that anytime I've come up against a pattern of that, anytime I've come up against a pattern where I'm like, I get just get the heavy, you know, where you're like, well, maybe I shouldn't be doing this or maybe I should give up or maybe whatever, whatever. Um, and if I get on my mat and surrender again to my team, to my cosmic team, to my soul, yeah. to my guides, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, I'm shown something. I'm shown something that tells me, and I'm always like in tears, just the yeah. most like, on my knees, humbled, like in awe, like, oh, I'm so sorry. I doubted. And, and it's, and it fills me again and I get to keep going. You know what I mean? So that's like, if we can connect to this, to the invisible realms, to our intuition, to our soul, to have 
our sales filled every time something like this comes up, because it will, um, and be able to access it on a dime is when we get to keep going towards our greatest path, our golden path, if you will. <laughs> it is. And, and, and here's the thing I kind of want to end with here and, and, and really talk with you and make sure folks have your, the information. Here's the thing I love. I think the minute that we can recognize that the Russell Wilsons of the world or the women's soccer team or that fabulous golfer you just saw somehow know how to hit the ball a little bit this way or somebody you've seen out in the world that you think is extremely lucky, right? Mm -hmm. Right. I'm called one of the luckiest people on the planet. If I got more points off of net balls yesterday to the point of my opponent being so bent out of shape, right? I'm called the luckiest person. The reality is I spin the ball a lot. So it's going to go over. If it hits the net, it's going to go over. But we think it's for a handful of people. How do you help people understand? It's not for just a handful. It's not for the chosen ones. You know that. I'm literally talking straight to you who just think that it's not for it. You know that. You knew that when you were little. Somebody along the lines convinced you that it wasn't true. But you know that in your deeper, deeper, deeper knowing that there's so much more, so much more available to you, so much more that you have access to, so much more beauty that you were supposed to be experiencing in this lifetime. And it's absolutely true. And all you have to do is decide at the level of your brain that you're not going to believe the conditioning anymore. And you're just going to take a chance mm. and decide. Uh, thank you so much. What a great show. But not only that, it's a reminder for me. Um, Heather, please tell folks about the website, about your upcoming courses. And then one last question. I'd love to know your personal message. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you. Um, yeah, and I'm bummed we didn't get a caller. So I'm going to actually open this up. So if anybody wants to send me a message on my website, I'm at heather-allison.com. Just mention that you heard the show. Um, and I'll just give it out to the first person I hear from. Um, send me a message. Send me a question. Tell me what your takeaway was from today. Uh, whatever that looks like for you. Um, and what else did you want me to say? <laughs> Give out your website. My website, heather-allison.com. Cosmic Shaman is open right now. There are also some other smaller experiences. If you want to start smaller, um, just reach out to me and let me know if that's what you want, and I can send you a link. Um, otherwise, my message is, oh, my God, there is so much more ma magic in this world and miracle in this world, and all you have to do is remember how to open to receive it. There is obviously the physical and mundane world as well, but it is also so magical and there's, uh, it's absolutely easy for you to open into it, even if you think it's not possible for you. And it's not for the 6% or the 1%. Mm -mm. It's for all of us. All of us. Yep. Yeah. And you're going to need it. In the world we live in today, yourself, your children, we are going to need it, need it in the world we live in today because it's impossible to process information the way that you think you should process it. You really need to know that I need to turn left instead of right today, and I can't explain why. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for today. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Benny, thank you for pushing all the right buttons. Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on, and we will see you next time. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.